Welcome back to Triple Alpha Sports Talk. I'm Josh, that's Bryce, and that's Roy right over there. Uh, football season's over with. We had the Super Bowl the other night. Um, I did take the Chiefs, Bryce, and Roy did take the Niners. So, Roy, why'd you take the Niners, and what'd you get from the game? I took the Niners because I really thought their defense would be a lot better <clears throat> or would be better than what the overall than um, Kansas City. I thought they could be able to stop Kansas City more than what Kansas City could stop San Francisco, which I felt like it happened most of the first half. I thought, uh, I mean, can't, congrats Kansas City, but I thought the San Francisco really shot themselves early on. You know, that fumble by McCaffrey on the first row, I and mean, they were just moving the ball with no problems. And that fumble right there, I mean, I think it was going to be a 10-0 game early on if uh, that fumble didn't happen, some other things late in the, uh, in, in the first half happened in San Francisco. That just killed them and killed some of their drives. But they were able to move the ball. I mean, that's, I thought uh, McCaffrey, in my opinion, again, is the best player in, in the NFL, in my opinion. I mean, he just did everything. I mean, receiving and uh, running the ball. Um, I thought the defense for both teams was way better than I thought that was going to be. I mean, I thought – I mean, I predicted it would be a shootout. Not really a shootout. I thought I, – I took the over, which I missed it by half a point. But uh, – yeah over time but um i thought it would really be about a 35 to 31 ball game um but both defenses really you know did not allow the um either team's offense to really move the ball kansas city just had some good made some plays at the end i i really blame uh san francisco's defense late you know you i hate that you know i love cover you know your you know your prevent defense but when you got put you're putting pressure on mahomes all game and he was making mistakes and you just let him in the last quarter basically just do what he wanted because you didn't want to put any pressure yeah. on him. And the difference was Kansas City was putting pressure on Brock Purdy, and that's what that difference was. Yeah. How about you, Bryce? Why did you think that the Chiefs pulled this one out? I think that uh, it looked like to me that the 49ers lost the game. I thought, like, if you were watching it, it didn't seem like the Chiefs were even close to as good as a team as what the 49ers were, in my opinion. You know, the cheat or the 49ers just shot themselves in the foot the entire game. You know, the fumble that Roy talked about, they had several penalties that they'd start off every drive, it seemed like, with like a first and 20, first and 15. And that's tough to do, especially whenever you have a quarterback who's pretty new. Uh, and we saw some of the pressure on Brock Purdy being a young quarterback like that. There was wide open throws that were just low. I mean, he didn't make a ton of like huge mistakes, but he definitely missed a lot of key moments where he could have picked up first downs and he just didn't because, you know, Kansas City brought pressure, but he wasn't contested on a lot of those throws that were just incomplete passes. And I thought both the defenses played great in this game. You know, it was a battle of the defenses. I thought towards the end, though, the thing that Roy said about pressures is Joey Bosa was getting held Nick. the entire – Yeah, sorry. You're Nick good. Bosa he does it every held. time. He was getting held the entire last drive. Like, if you go back and watch it, he was just getting wrapped up and – there wasn't a single call on it. Like, I, I'm not blaming the refs for that. It's I don't like calls late game anyway. Uh, but it's hard to get pressure whenever you're holding the best defensive end in the league. Like, it it sucks. What it, it is, what it is. But you know. Well, I mean, but yeah. if you look at it, I mean, that last drive by the Kansas City Chiefs and the last two drives really was just. I mean, they didn't have any rushing yards till till Patrick no. Mahomes ran the ball. That's the only time they yeah. ran the ball. I mean, if he. That was the that's what got it. That's what got San Francisco in trouble. You you played that prevent defense, left your linebackers too far up. When early in the game, they were I mean getting to him, getting to him, and that was what killed them. Plus, then that yeah. you're off. You're right. San Francisco's offensive line really struck them, uh, hurt themselves with the penalties. And then yeah. late in the game, they just decide, they decided not to block Chris Jones. And I and that's what yeah. right up in the middle. That was just, I mean, 
there was two drives in the back-to-back where you just late in the game you just forgot to block i don't know how you bl- don't not block the, the defensive tackle right in front of you but that's that's yeah. what killed him yeah for me i i did think the chiefs would win this game because i thought they were better coached and i thought that's what it came down to late but it, or especially early i thought san francisco like you said guys i mean they shut themselves in the foot the whole first half yeah the punt the muff punt and the chris mccaffrey fumble and the uh, Chiefs get seven points off turnovers in that half. Their only touchdown. Um, Kansas City or San Francisco didn't get any points on turnovers in their first half on the Mahomes interception and a Pacheco turnover in the red zone. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if you can get a turnover like San Francisco did, but then you don't capitalize on the points, the momentum kind of just falls back to even. Um, I thought San Francisco didn't do a good job of that. I thought um, – the entire first half, the Chiefs' defense bailed them out by bending and not breaking a lot of field goals. Um, that's championship mentality. I mean, you're not going to get a stop on that San Francisco offense every time, but if you can hold them to three or zero, I mean, that's a win. And um, I thought Mahomes played well when it mattered. And whenever – I said this was why I took the Chiefs to win the game. Whenever it is a must-go score at any point in the game, that's when the Chiefs play their best, the yeah. no offense – I have to score right now, and they did every time they needed to score. Um, and I also – I don't know how many times people have gone over this. 49ers botched that coin flip in overtime. You 100% yeah, take defense first. I'm not saying they lost because of that because at the end of the day, they could have went for it on fourth down when they did. I mean, they still yeah. – but there's no way – I, I mean, this will show everybody you always – play defense first because then when if they score or don't you know on the next drive when you have the ball if you need to go for it you get an extra down in that and then you have the blanket of the field goal exactly like kansas city did i don't know if they really understood the rules of the overtime say i saw an article where it said most players didn't understand the rules afterwards which which is crazy to me well i mean as a coach they should know it I understand if someone like us doesn't know it, which I didn't. I knew the rule, but I understand someone like us. If you're an NFL player or a coach, I mean, how do you not know that rule? The captain going out there for the coin flip. That, that's crazy, said and that's terrible. And yeah. I'm not saying it's the Niners' fault. I am guarantee you there's other teams in the NFL who were put in that position. They could have done the same thing. But that's crazy if you didn't know that because I knew that as a fan. Yeah. I did. So that's bad. The only thing you can see is if you, if you took the first possession because your defense was out there for a long time in that fourth quarter. And yeah. I understood that in that regard, yes. Yeah. Why you would want the ball because you were hoping that you give them a rest and that you would yeah. – and you've been moving the ball all day. And they moved down – that's what got me. They moved they, – on that overtime, they drove down the field seven minutes. Yeah. yeah. And they got – then they got a penalty. And then yep. stupid, then just stupid uh, – I thought play calling, you know, just – they were I, – I mean, they were doing Bears offense. You know, throw it out there, try to – the screens, and I just don't – I don't yeah. get it when you're down that far in there. Give it to McCaffrey let, or try yeah, you know, get your best player who've been moving the ball the entire time. But then give it to Kansas City. I mean, the 49ers defense did what they could. But then yeah. they gave up, I mean, a third and long, a fourth and fourth down on the next drive. I mean, yeah. Yeah. shot yourself. Um, yeah. I think Kyle Shanahan's a great coach. I mean, don't – I do too. Right? Andy Reid did a great job too. I think they both did. I just think there was player execution. The difference was I think Kansas City had experience and got what yep. they needed to do. And San Francisco I, I I I said before the game that I did think the Chiefs would win, but I said even more confidently if it was close late, I thought they'd find a way because that's what they do. Uh, I thought the Niners had to have the lead going in by ten or more to feel maybe comfortable, but not not when it's close. They're, the Chiefs have been too good over the years on a must must win game or must win drive uh, 
in the last few years. So yeah. I think it's really all I got. Congratulations to the Chiefs. First back-to-back in a long time. Um, got some key free agents for both, but we'll go over that in a later episode. But uh, I think we're going to rock right into our NFL breakdowns. Um, we'll start with the Panthers because they finished with the worst record in football. Um, Panthers finished with a 2-5 and five record. Their two wins, week eight against the Texans. 2-15 record. Isn't that what I just said? It's a two and five. Oh, no, not two and five. Two and fifteen. Wins against the Texans and the Falcons. Um I mean, two wins is pretty pretty rough in that regard. I mean, that's a pretty abysmal season. They fired their coach halfway through the season, and their draft picks, they don't really have a whole lot. I mean, they have the first pick of the second round. They own their own third, their own fourth. San Francisco's five, Tennessee's five, Arizona's six. Outside of that, though, they don't have any first-round pick after going two and five. Roy, how do you how do you turn it around if you don't have a first-round pick like that? Well, I mean, you're going to have to either make trades or you're going to have to sign free agents. I think they got some salary cap from what I saw. Yeah, um, the, the Panthers' defense is was ranked fourth total of total uh, total defense this year. So, I mean, you've got pieces on the defensive side. Their biggest problem was offense. I mean. They had nothing. I mean, when you trade DJ Moore away, I mean, you just pretty much – I mean, and you tried on an old Adam Thielen to try to cover oh, yeah. it. The young quarterback who was still – who struggled. Bryce Young struggled. I mean, I've never yes. been a Bryce Young fan. I think he's – I just don't – I don't think he's a dynamic quarterback. I think he can be an a-, a good average quarterback for the for the Panthers. But they got surrounded with some weapons. I mean, they're going to have to go mm-hmm. out there and get some – either trade for draft picks and try to get, like, you know, get some good ones. Or uh, or trade or get signed to uh, some free agencies. They got to keep their defensive locked up. They got some free agents on the defense side, but they got to get those locked up. But then they're going to mm-hmm. have to they're going to have to get some playmakers around Bryce Young, or they're going to are you going to continue to be two two and fifteen? Yeah, uh, be- Bryce. Before I go to you, I'm just going to we'll go over some stats. I mean, just quick ones. I mean, you look at Bryce Young's eleven touchdowns and ten picks. It's not good by any means, but it, it isn't, you know, it isn't the most god-awful stats you've ever seen. Peyton Manning threw a one-to-one ratio like that his rookie year. So um, I the stat that I look at the most when I look at this is uh, Bryce Young was sacked 62 times. I don't know where that ranks. It has to be very high. Um, yeah. You get yeah. sacked 62 times. I don't care how good of a quarterback you are. You're not comfortable back there. It's hard to make throws and sit in a pocket when you don't feel comfortable and trust your own line. It just doesn't work like that. Uh, they had no run game. They signed Miles Sanders in the offseason, finished with 432 yards with one touchdown. I mean, no. I mean, that's no production. Wasn't even their starter into the season because they said his work ethic was not good. Um, and then defensively, I don't I don't have any defensive stats. Outside of Adam Thielen, there was no offensive player with good stats. Thielen over a thousand yards, but only four touchdowns. They just didn't have any run game. Bryce, so I'll kick it over to you after I talk about the stats. How do you fix this team or something in that regard? To me, they have to go out and they have to sign a big free agent or trade for a big wide receiver. Uh, every rookie quarterback that we see that has success or like early quarterbacks, they have that blanket receiver that they can throw to whenever they get in a bind. Yeah, or tight end. So you, we saw it in Tennessee. Will Levis had success because he had Hopkins over the yeah. top. If he got worried, he threw it up to him. Hopkins made plays. Bryce Young does not have that. I mean, he sits in the pocket. He's crushed, and he has no offensive line, nobody to throw it to. Adam Thielen was an elite quarter, or elite wide receiver. The guy's like 100 years old now. I mean, yeah. he's not out there well, getting I mean, 150 yards of receiving yards compare, a game. You're trying to compare DeAndre Hopkins to Adam Thielen. Thielen's a yeah. bad receiver yeah. who's just a possession guy. 
And yeah. Yeah, Hopkins is that guy that can spread the defense. And that was – Panthers didn't have anybody to do anything like that. Yeah. And, oh, you can keep going. Yeah, too. so they need to go out and sign somebody that they can throw it to. I mean, the running game is not there. Uh, so draft, maybe a late-round running back. I mean, we see those guys pop off yeah. all the time. Running backs this day, like, they're all good. Like, it doesn't really matter who you have, in my opinion. There's a few, like, key guys in the league who are, like, generational – running backs but other than that the running back position is so talented now they yeah. can get a running back late and be fine in my opinion so yeah the wide receiver is their biggest thing that i think they need to target this offseason and either free agency or trading for well, I, I think their offensive line they need to tra- they need to do something their offensive line was absolutely horrible i mean they didn't protect Bryce young at all that's the route that i was going i i'm all for the receivers i mean you trade dj Moore to get bryce young and if you think that's the way to go that's the way you th- think it should go um but you need to protect him i don't care if you have younger hopkins Mike Evans and Stephon Diggs out there. If you have no one to block for, you can't get the ball to them. I think they they need to get an offensive line in front of them first and bring in somebody to play receiver. Don't have to be a superstar, but maybe one or two guys that have proven in the league that they can do it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, they're big key free agents. I put I bolded them in our sheets. Um, it's DJ Chark who he had a good season, but he wasn't great. Um, their big ones though are outside linebacker Brian Burns. Like you said, Roy, they had a good defense. You have to keep him. He's the best yeah. player on the team. That's a must lock, and you have so much money to lock him in. Uh, Frankie Louvu, another good defensive end uh, that they had, and uh, strong safety. Well, he might be free safety, actually. Jeremy Chin. Um, I mean, that's their best defensive players that I just named, basically. <clears throat> they are projected to have $31 million in cap, and Brian Burns' expected value is about twenty. But there's always ways around the salary cap restructuring, and we can't predict who they are going to restructure in that regard. So we can only go off what they have at the moment. They have money. They can keep all the guys they want, and they could still sign a few guys. Yeah. Um, Bryce Young's not on a massive deal at the quarterback position, so you have flexibility. Um, is there any maybe one or two names that you guys can think of that you would like to see the Panthers target in uh, free agency? For me, if I'm thinking for wide receiver, T. Higgins is the guy you need to target. I mean, he's been a number two his whole career. He could be a top five one in the league if he gets in a position where he's going to get the ball 20 times a game. I think that's the best person for the Panthers to target, in my opinion, which you might hear me say a lot this year because I yeah. think he's going to be a huge target for a lot of teams. I agree. You, Roy? I, I think T. Higgins is who you got to go for mm. or maybe a, t- a top tier uh, tight end. Um, but yeah, Higgins is the yeah. best one out there, and he wants to be a number one. I don't think Cincinnati yeah. can afford to keep him, so he'll um, be so I think I'll, I'll interrupt you guys not for sure, but I did read today. Uh, Cincinnati is expected to tag T Higgins and keep him in Cincinnati for the season. Oh, they're yeah, not, that has not happened, but that is the report that is I feel to bad happen. for Higgins if that happens. Well, I mean, so, I forget about that franchise tag, that yeah. franchise piece of crap. It's just it's a lot of money, but it's a yeah. one year, so yeah. you just restructure everything. Um, I, I have a sheet that has free agents about on like page 10, like a few of them. Yeah, it's right here. Uh, the one that I like the most for the, um, Panthers to go out and get, I thought they could really use a good tackle. Um, the Cowboys could let Tyron Smith walk in free agency. That'd be a great person to say, even bring him in on a one-year deal and help teach your young tackles. Cause they have drafted tackles. Uh, for the Panthers. I mean, if you could just bring in somebody that can teach and play for one year, I think that could go a long way. So my look is the offensive line. Also, Kevin Zeitler played for Baltimore, guard. 
I think offensive line is the route they should go first, but they could go so many different ways. It's a football team. There's a lot of spots. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't think we have anything else on the Panthers. I mean, it's, there's so many ways to improve when you're this low on a yeah. in a standings. There's no one way to go. It's not like it's a Super Bowl winning team that has very little flaws. So I think that'll roll some of the commanders. Bryce, I'll let you go over the commanders a little bit because I can barely talk right now. All right. Uh, so the commanders ended with a four and thirteen record, which is I mean, that's horrible. I thought they were a much better team than four and thirteen this year. Uh, the NFL draft, they have the number two pick. Round two, they have 35 and 40 from the Chicago trade with Montez Sweat. They have round three, number 66, 100 from the San Francisco for Chase Young. And then they have the round four, 103, round five, 135, round six, 180, and round seven, 219. Uh, this team had a lot of issues this year. Uh, I thought that their staple was their def- defensive line. Uh, they arguably had one of the best defensive lines in the league with Chase Young and Montez Sweat, and then they got rid of both of them. You know, we just saw Chase Young go play a huge part in the Super Bowl for three quarters of it, and we saw Montez Sweat be the first person to ever lead two teams in their tap and sack. Yeah. So losing both of them is huge for them. I think that they considered, like, you know, we're going to go complete rebuild. We thought we had a good team this year. We clearly don't. Uh, Sam Howell's not the guy, in my opinion. I think that this is a huge team that you could see trade up, put a huge package together for the Bears. Uh, number one overall pick. I don't know that for sure. I I don't know what their front office thinks of Drake May. I mean, this is a stacked quarterback class, in my opinion. So they could be just fine staying at two and uh, leaving. You know, they got Scary Terry. Um, they have a few other players that I like. Brian Robinson Jr., he's good. Uh, Curtis Samuel, those are all like good offensive players to build a team around. So they could be just fine taking a two and then not having to get rid of any key players and still have these players to help their young rookie quarterback, whoever that could be, uh, still have good success there. So, how about you, Roy? What do you think of the commander season? Well, I mean, the commanders, I mean, when you have the statistically the worst defense in the in the league this year top they were the they were the worst defense in the league this year uh, according to, to, uh, to overall defense and i mean they, well, half of it is because they traded a bunch of players away and i mean that killed yeah. them at the yeah. year um i agree i don't think sam uh sam Howell is the quarterback to be um they are going to have to go out there and get um new defensive linemen i mean you're gonna have to get you know they got free aging like the comments sue and some of those guys they're gonna have to get somebody in there to do that in draft they're gonna have, I, I don't yeah. see them jumping from two to one because I don't think that's a. I think they're when you're in that position, you can either be happy with you know Caleb Williams or Drake May. I think that's who they're going to target. Is I think they're targeting Drake May. I mean, you got a new coach, you got a new you know new system probably coming in. They do have some um, guys to go around them. You know, like you said, uh, Scary Terry and Brian Robinson Jr. I think that they have weapons. Now their defense is terrible, so you might they're going to have to do something on the defensive side. To, I mean, their pass defense was absolutely shit. So you know you got uh, Anto- uh, with Antonio Winfield Jr. and yeah. you got Josh Allen's a free agent. You got guys that are free agents who you could put in there to help while drafting some young players. I mean, I don't. Yeah. They're in a tough division, so yeah, they're just gonna. It's gonna have to be a rebuild. So that's what they're gonna have to do <clears throat> with the new coach and just and just go up, uh, try to build to be competitive with the Eagles and the Cowboys. Yeah, I agree with a lot that you guys both said. Um, they did have that good D line. I mean, they had Montez Sweat, Josh Allen, or Jonathan Allen inside. Um, 
I, what's the other one? I Jerron Payne. That's the Jeron one I forget. Payne. And then Chase Young. I mean, that's that's a star-studded as it can get in the NFL. Jerron Payne might be a free agent too, right? Who? I think he signed extension. Jerron Payne. I could be wrong. I thought he signed an extension. Um, because that's who they kept. Was yeah. Um, yeah. Spencer or Sam Spencer Howell. Sam Howell is not the guy. I mean, twenty-one turnovers. I mean, that that's a lot. And I watched a lot of them because they came against the Cowboys. It felt like, and they're, they're forced. You know, they're out routes where the DB is just jumping the route, and he he's just. I don't know if it's the arm strength or receivers not getting open. I mean, Scary Terry does go over a thousand yards by two, but no other receiver on the entire roster has more than four touchdown catches on the year. It's too low. Um, I keep spreading the ball out, but. Well, also the thing with their passing is there. I think that had a lot to do with their coaching because this could have been a really good run team and they threw the ball like 45 times a game sometimes. Yeah. Like that's unbelievable. And the quarterback they had. Yeah, I agree completely, but it is hard to run the ball when you're down 40. I mean, I agree. So it, it goes both ways, but I do agree. Uh, Brian Robinson, I thought looked very good. I yeah, mean, I think he's definitely a good running back. Who's a top five fantasy uh, running back this year? And and my problem, I don't see the Commanders going up to one from t- two to one. And the only reason I don't see that is because they're kind of in a situation like the Panthers are currently, where they're just so bad they have so many holes. New coaching staff, don't put that new coaching staff behind by trading a first round pick next year. Now the Panthers last year they were at nine. They went from nine to one. That's why the package was so massive. And I don't think the Panthers envision them being this bad this year. I, I think if you'd say, "Hey, you're going to go two and fifteen next year," they probably don't do the trade. Um, but I don't. I could see maybe a team like Vegas coming up. You know, they want a quarterback and give a haul. But I don't think it's going to be a team at like two or three that's going to go up to one, um, especially at two where you could get Drake May. I mean, you don't have to move anything. So I don't see that. Um, I, they're key free agents. I mean, a lot of their they like a lot of um, what do you call them? Jack of all trade receivers. Curtis Samuel. Um, they had Michael Hardman or not Michael Hardman. I get them confused. Jameson Crowder and Byron Pringle. A lot of just speed guys that they don't get open too much. Hey, and Logan Thomas is a good tight end. Yeah, he catches the ball a lot there in their games. Absolutely. Um, outside of that, they don't have too many big key free agents leaving. I would say they definitely try to keep. Um, Cameron Curl, young safety. I thought he played well, but I mean, I can see. Of, I mean, I can see him train some of these their top receiver or their top players just for draft picks. Yeah. I mean, when a team does this, when they get a new coach and they get these draft picks, a lot. I don't know. It's NFL just always is. They just completely scrap and rebuild for some reason. Yeah, and I, I mean, and they you still need veteran players and good veteran players. And, you know, and that's what I'm afraid that, you know, I don't know this new, you know, this is a new ownership. You don't know how they're going to be. So they may think a different way, but if you're traditionally, I mean, the NFL teams like to trade their top players just for draft picks. Cause that's what they they just want to do a complete rebuild. And I, and I think it's stupid to do that complete rebuild like that. Uh, The one thing I will say about the commanders that the Panthers don't have, they have 83 million in cap space without any restructures. So they can they can really go spend or do a trade however they want. With and if you're thinking about taking a quarterback at two, you have a rookie contract quarterback for the next five years. Yeah. So you you really have some money to go spend. <coughs> I'm dying. Sorry, boys. I would really like to see them take a quarterback at two, whoever it, it is. And then this is a very deep receiver class. I'd like to see them get a receiver at the top of the second, number 35. Um, you build an offense that already has Scary Terry there that you can keep, and then you can maybe attract some 
defensive players if your offense shows promise in the coming years. So that yeah. that's the route that I'd like them to go. But I hope they botch it off because I hate the commander. So <laughs> you guys have anything else for the commanders? Not on them. No, no, nope. that's probably it. All right. Uh, Roy, I'll let you lead, take it off with the Patriots one. All right. The NFL pa- uh, Patriots finished the season with four and 13. Man, Bill Bell checks last year. Um, they have draft picks round, uh, round one, I number the third pick, the 34th pick in the second round, the uh, 68th pick in the third round, and the 11th, 100th pick in the third round. They also got the 103rd in the fourth, uh, 135 in the fifth, and a pick in the sixth and seventh rounds. Yeah. Um, um, go ahead, Roy. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, uh, the Patriots, you know, they're going to be hard to predict what the Patriots are going to do. You know, Bill Belichick, you know, with the number three pick, he would, you always knew he was probably going to trade that down. He was going to trade yeah. down and probably get like a Bo Nix or a Michael Penix or JJ McCarthy, somebody that has, that you could get a, he's, he was all about value picks. Yep. And he was, and, and that's what he, now with Jared Mayo, I don't know how he's going to do it. Um, I kind of, I think being a young coach and a young guy, they're going to go for a quarterback because obviously um, the two that they got, um, Zappy and what was it? Uh, Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Jones are not what not quarterbacks that are going to get you anywhere in the NFL. I mean, those are Bear, Chicago Bear type quarterbacks. So just that, that, that's stupid. There. So um, <laughs> just you, they got to draft the quarterback is what they're going to have to do. Now, I'm not a big fan of either uh, Drake May or Caleb Williams, but that's I'm guarantee. I've heard I've all I've heard is that Patriots want Caleb Williams, and I they're the type of, with this new regime. I could see them dry, uh, trading up for the number one pick, which I think is stupid. Yeah. But I can see something like that happening. Yeah, I don't think that there's any world where the Patriots don't trade up for the number one pick. I think that Caleb Williams and Drake May are valued so high in this draft this year that. There is no shot that a team like the Patriots is missing out on them. I think it would be reasonable to go back, get a different quarterback, and take running as your uh, highest pick because you have to build the run game. They have absolutely no run game. I mean, Ezekiel Elliott was their leading rusher. I don't even remember seeing him run the ball this year. Like They don't have anybody to throw to. They don't have anybody to pass to. The whole team, the whole offense needs just completely vamped up. And if you go up and you trade up for this new quarterback, you're going to see the exact same situation we're seeing with Bryce Young. He could be a good quarterback, but he has absolutely no weapons to throw to. So it's going to be tough either way, I think. I think the more value is the Bill Belichick way to trade down, get a different quarterback like a Bo Nix or J.J. McCarthy, someone like that, and uh, build – weapons around him and let him develop with the team i agree yeah. but I, I don't think they have the same full, i mean that was bill belichick yeah i agree i don't think that they were different i mean they got all new people making decisions there um yeah. i don't i i'm not i don't i don't think you should draft a running back high i think you should draft a quarterback and running backs late in the first round or second round because i think you're you get more value on the top picks by your defensive players and your offensive tackles and that San Francisco needs both. They need they need an offensive tackle. Their defense was ranked seventh in the league this year, total defense. So, you, I mean, they could you can at least hang your hat that you have a defense, but now you're going to yeah. have to go on the offensive <laughs> side. But I agree. I I I I I don't know who's somebody's going to trade up and get one. It's not going to be the Bears yeah. are going to take one. I think they're going to mm-hmm. let they're going to trade somebody up and 
Patriots are one of, probably one of the eight teams are probably going to try. Yeah. Now I'm excited for the Bears episode because then we could really start talking that number one pick because we didn't really get to talk about it because the Panthers don't have it. Um, I think this is where it gets interesting because, I mean, I don't know who's going to have one and two, but I don't see a world where it's not Caleb Williams one, Drake May two, whoever has those picks. You know, or you could flip my guess, but they're going to be the first two players in my opinion. But at three, you're not guaranteed one of those guys, you know? Yeah. So that's where I understand. Um, I don't hate the idea of them going to one and getting Williams. Like you said, it's a, it's a brand new era. I mean, everything is new. No Bill Belichick. If they're going to do something crazy like that, I'd at least do it right off the bat. Just rip, rip the Band-Aid off. Don't like, oh, you know, Bill Belichick. This, Bill Belichick's not there anymore. Do your own thing. Um, I don't think they're going to. I think that they're going to take a defensive player if they trade back. I can see the Patriots trading back because, like, like um, the other one said, this isn't a team that's been up here with the number three pick very often. And let's say one of those quarterbacks don't go one or two. I could see the offers coming to New England and being phenomenal. You know, what if the Bears do stick at one and they don't take a quarterback? They shock the world. I mean, it's happened before. Not saying it will. I don't think it will, but you never know. I think the Patriots is kind of where the draft starts. So they have so many routes they could go. Um, I don't think they should take a running back. I think Zeke's the guy. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, that, I'm sure they Zeke's a free agent. I'm sure they won't bring him back. Probably they have Ramondre Stevenson, who I think is a good running back. I think they could just get another late running back. You know, late round running. Back. I think Stevenson's one of those guys I was talking about earlier. Like he's just. Every running back's good yeah. now. Like he's one of those running, back, but he's not going to change the game, you know. And he, like, he's not going to be the guy breaking a bunch of tackles and getting huge runs uh, that you would see out of a generational talent. He's no, one of the average quarter they, running backs that's going to do a good run. Receiving running back that can catch the yeah. ball. Yeah. Um, but you know, they're statistical leaders. I mean, they had no pass game at all this season. I mean, worst pass game in football probably. Leading receiver had. 561 yards, and it is Demario Douglas, leading receiver. I mean, it's, I couldn't have told you he was. I didn't even. Yeah. So um, they're impending. Oh, that's not the right team. Impending free agents. They do have a big tackle, um, Trent Brown. I don't see him staying. They have Zeke. Don't see him staying. They do have a young Kyle Duggar at safety, but I could see them bringing back. But <clears throat> just like the Commanders, 70 million in cap space. They got a lot of money. Um, that's another reason why I wouldn't hate if they moved up to one. They could go get their quarterback that they think is the guy in a new regime without Bill Belichick. They could also go get a receiver in free agency. Yeah. And then there you go. You have a quarterback. You have a receiver. Like Bryce said, it was always good to have a good number one. Or at least someone that can play. It doesn't have to be a superstar. Um, but your Patriots got a – whenever you have that much money, there's so many different routes you could go. Yeah. So it, it's hard to – If I had that much money and I was a Patriots, I would trade that three pick trade down, pick a quarterback in the second round or third round where you get a value pick, sign Kirk Cousins and let him sit there for four years and let your let your quarterback, rookie quarterback, learn how from him. That's what I would do. For four that, years? That's not a bad idea, really. I mean, that's, what are you talking about? I mean, you get a value pick of a quarterback, and then you, you get him in that second contract at the fourth year. That's what they, the pay, Packers do all the time. You get him in that fourth yeah. year, you don't, have, you don't have to pay him the multi-million dollar contract. Then you get you don't even have to have him start for the four years. You could have no, him start for start two years and and then have him come in three years and then you yeah. pay him. Yeah, him I agree. I can agree with that. I don't know if Kirk Cousins is going to be playing in four years. 
Guy's like 40. Did you not see his dance that he was doing the other day? That guy's got years left in him. He's also coming off torn Achilles. He was busting moves the other day. He's fine. Heck, freaking Aaron Rodgers was back in like three months for somehow on that. That's true. That's true. I don't know what he did, but. um, HGH. No, he didn't. I listened to him talk about it, the whole thing. It was pretty cool. Um, That's all we really have. For the teams, I will. I do. I want to say, Roy, I do hate that I fucking like Aaron Rodgers. It pisses me off more than anything in the world because that guy is fucking awesome, dude. Everything he does, everything he does is awesome. But he was a Packers fan. He was a Packer, and he's a piece of shit because of that. And I hate it. He makes me like him every day more, which pisses me off more. (laughs) Okay, this this is a question, and I'm gonna do this every episode. Of the three teams we talked about today, Panthers, um, Commanders, and Patriots, who is the most improved team next season of the three? I'll let you go first, Roy. I will say the Panthers just because they're in a weaker division. That's, that is very solid. That's that a is good, a good point. point. But I think, I think it's the Commanders. I think the Commanders had a good team this year, and they just played horrible. So I think that they're only a few pieces away from being – at least double the wins I got this year. Get an, an eight team win, or eight one team. But you're gonna have to play. Uh, you're gonna have to play <clears throat> Philly and Dallas twice. twice. Yeah, who I are mean, both teams that are the most inconsistent, inconsistent teams in the entire world. And the Giants, lose to anybody the Giants are a better, better team than they are. So they're. I mean, it's just a tougher division. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I really do like your uh, take on the weak division. I'm going to take the third option. I'm going to say it's the Patriots because, in my opinion, they have two options at, if they stick a three and pick. They're either going to take a quarterback who's not one of the big two, maybe Jane Daniels who won the Heisman, or they could shock the world and go someone else. Or they can take the best player in the draft, Marvin Harrison. And I don't know who's going to be throwing it to him. Maybe it's Kirk Cousins, like you said. But um, I think the Patriots will have the most improved because I think the new, the fresh face – that's not Dan Quinn in Washington, is going to help them. I think that's going to take us over to baseball. You guys good with that? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we're going to go over the NLS. <coughs> I'm dying. Go ahead. Go ahead. We're going over the MLB NLS division this week, uh, starting off with the Colorado Rockies. Their record was 59-103. and 103. Uh, Not great. They didn't have any key losses, though. And the one big key addition they had was Cal Quantrill. 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 He was traded from Cleveland. Uh, so yeah, I can go over the rest. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, I don't lose anything, you know, of high value. I, I mean, they do lose Jerks and Profar, but I mean, for a fifty-nine win team, that's you're not losing anything. You're not losing anything. Yeah, you had Cal Quantrill been in the league a few years. It's really just a hope that he does well and flip him at the deadline for more. That's really all you're hoping for. Projected starters has them going Charlie Blackman, Ezekiel Tovar, Nolan Jones, Chris Bryant, Ryan McMahon, Brennan Rogers, and then the rest of the, I don't, <clears throat> I don't even know who they are. I'm going to be honest. Um, pitching staff, Kyle Freeland, Cal Quantrill, Austin Gomber, Dakota Hudson, few Cardinals in there, former Cardinals at least. And then a bullpen of a lot of <clears throat> no name guys. Um, there really isn't a lot to talk about when it comes to the Rockies this season. It's just a rebuild. I mean, 
they entered this rebuild when they gave the Cardinals Nolan Arenado for absolutely nothing. Yeah. And this is what you get when you trade the best player in your franchise, probably, um, for absolutely nothing. Um, yeah. You probably deserve to go through a rebuild like this. Pitching has always been difficult in cores, they say. But you do have a few good uh, hitters. I mean, you signed Chris Bryant to a big deal. Um, Nolan Jones has been there, had a really good year last year. He's still only 25 years old. Brendan Rodgers, former top 10 pick in the draft, if he can stay healthy. Um, Roy, what are your takeaways for or predictions for the Rockies this season, if there's any? My prediction will be that they'll, they'll finish last in their division. They did, I mean, Chris Bryan is the probably their uh, only veteran. It's good, and he's still he's, – he's, he's kind of washed up now. I mean, he's not the player he was. Um, yeah. They got, Brennan, I mean, they got they got some young players, and young, but it's just they're not a team that can compete with the the, the higher up guys in that division. So they're no. gonna finish. They're gonna finish last. Yeah, I agree. They don't they don't have any stars on this team, really. You know, Chris Bryant was a star, but a two sixty six batting average with eighteen home runs, like that's not a star in today's MLB league. So you don't have a single player going over three hundred. I mean, there's not a lot to expect out of your team at that point. So the yeah. rebuild, like Josh said, just. Yeah, I agree. I mean, at this point, you're just hoping that one of those pitchers has a good year in cores and you can flip them. That's all you're trying to do. Um, Chris Bryan, he signed his contract. He stopped playing baseball. Um, so he's pretty much done at this point. I mean, you hope that he has a good year, but holy, no, you got to hope Nolan Jones takes a step up. But outside of that, it's really just one of those years. You're in a really good division. You're going to lose a lot of games playing them. Um, and it's just what it is, you know, it happens. Um, and I think you just got to move on from that. So we're going to move on from the Rockies. Uh, it's going to take us to the team that finished in fourth last year, the San Francisco Giants finished 79, 83, respectable record, uh, a little bit below 500. They did miss the playoffs. They do have key losses. Longtime shortstop, Brandon Crawford, who's still a free agent. Jock Peterson, who did sign with Arizona. Sean Manaya, who went to the Mets and Mitch Haniger trade back to Seattle. But they do have some key signs. Um, Jungho Lee, early in the offseason from Japan, signed. They do sign Jordan Hicks, the reliever, who they're planning to use as a starter. So yeah. we see how that goes. He throws a 103-mile-an-hour sinker. So, And they do sign Jorge Soler as of last night. Uh, I think it was a four-year deal, I could, I believe. It was four-year. Yeah. So they signed Jorge Soler, probably going to DH a lot there in that big ballpark. But projected lineup, you know, Jungho Lee, Thyro Estrada, Lamont Wade Jr., Jorge Soler, Michael Conforto, Wilmer Flores, Mike Yazrimski, Mike Patrick Bailey, and Marcel Luciano, the prospect, with a pretty weak bench. Uh, pitching staff, Logan Webb, Kyle Harrison, the rookie, um, highly touted prospect. Jordan Hicks, the reliever, who they're going to throw in the starter, and then a few <clears throat> no-name younger guys. They do have a good bullpen, though, with Camilio Duvall, Tyler Rogers, Taylor Rogers. And they did sign Amir Garrett to a minor league contract, but he's expected to make the major league roster. Bryce, I'll give it to you because we did talk about the Jung Ho Lee signing a little bit. We did talk about Jorge Soler before he signed a little bit. What are your thoughts on this San Francisco team in this tough division? I thought that the San Francisco team, I thought they had a lot of uh, like hope at the end of last year because even though they had a negative record, I didn't think that their team was all that bad, really. Uh, they didn't win a lot of games because I don't think they had – great pitching but they had like they had a good outfield and good hitters on their team with brandon crawford and jock peterson i think that losing those two is going to hurt them a lot more than what some other people might think because jocks he's one of the best hitters in the league in my opinion and brandon crawford's also a very good shortstop and 
Obviously, the addition of Jung Ho Lee, like, it's a gamble, you know. These Japanese players, they're really good in Japan, but not all of them turn out in America like uh, like you hope for him to. I hope that he's a good player for the Giants. And Jorge Soler, um, he's a good player too. I, I still don't think he either one of those players is equivalent to what they lost. So I see them being somewhere similar to uh, what they were last year coming into this year. I don't think that they made huge leaps or losses on what they've done yeah. so far. How about you, Roy? What do you think of the Giants' moves? I mean, they these are typical Giant moves. I mean, that's what they do. The Giants make a history of playing players that you never heard of yep. and never and don't know the call. Not make, they make these sneaky trades, and then they – they get a player that you're like, why the hell they get them? And then they turn out to be pretty good. Or they get this old guy who just turns out to be, you know, using the last of and that turns out to be yep. good. I mean, they don't get big stars there. That's just not what they do. They try every year, but they just don't get uh -huh. it. Um, th but they perform for the Giants. The Giants will always hang around 500. I mean, they were a little less this year, but I think they'll be over 500. I mean, these these steals aren't – I think Brandon Crawford's their wor they're the worst, um, their biggest loss, I mean. It's that I think that's a big loss because he's just been a staple for them for several years. They're just going to be a 500 team, and that's and then you if you get some young kid to just be the star, then they'll be five, six games above 500. You get a couple yeah. guys, you're going to be seven, eight, ten games above 500. That's what they do. That is what the uh, Giants have always done and always will do. And you can say their pitching side doesn't look that good, but always turns out to be decent pitchers. Um, yep. So I I think they're going to be 500. Um, you know, they finished what 79 83. I think they'll be around 82 and 82, but then you, yeah. uh, any of these guys, kids, I mean, they're gonna finish right now. I have them finishing third in the in the um, what AL or in NL at West, so, okay. Uh, but I, I think they'll do a little bit better than they did last year. Um, yeah, you hit it right on the nail. This team has been searching for that superstar for the last four or five years, they just can't get them. I mean, they've offered Aaron Judge, they've also they've offered <clears throat> Carlos Correa. They just can't – they can't land. They've offered Shohei, you know, so reportedly. They just can't land the guy. Um, I do like the Jung Ho Lee signing. Really good athletic center fielder. He's going to cover a lot of ground in that big ballpark in San Francisco. Um, Jock crushed right-handed pitching. Brandon Crawford's been a staple in the clubhouse for a long time. Um, you know, if if they can turn Jordan Hicks into a, you know, liable – or a uh, reliable starter, I like the signing. I don't know how well that's going to work. I mean, he's relieved his whole life, basically, outside of, you know, high school or something. Yeah. Those kids always start. I mean, professional they, ball. They can develop pitching, so. Yeah, and I agree. That's what, And that's why I like the signing for them. Um, Jorge Soler, to me, is just a right-handed swinging Jock Peterson. He crushes lefties. It's just a flip. So, you know, whatever, I guess. Um, I still don't – I mean, this team, it's like it's any team in baseball. They get hot at the right time. They're good. It's just how it works. On paper, though, it's all you can go off of. I don't love the team. I think Logan Webb's a fantastic starter. <clears throat> Outside of that, you have question marks. But I, like you said, Roy, I trust their pitching coaches. To, they're going to pitch well. They do have a good bullpen. And I agree with you, Roy. I mean, it's right around a 500 team. I agree. I think they're going to be a little bit over. Um, I think Jim Hooley is going to be a good player. I really do. Yeah. Um, and I also have them finishing third in the division. And that's going to take us to the team that finished in third last season, San Diego Padres. They finished 82 and 80 and missed the playoffs. And they had one of the <clears throat> one of the best rosters I've ever seen miss the playoffs. And I know rosters don't win games. Games on the field do, but it's still it was bad. Uh their key losses, they lose Gary Sanchez, who had a very good season for him. 
to Milwaukee. Blake Snell is a free agent. Josh Hader goes to Houston. Michael Walker goes to Kansas City. Matt Carpenter goes to St. Louis. And Trent Grisham and Juan Soto go to New York. Um, their key additions are really all Yankees, every single one of them. Kyla Gashioka, Michael King, Johnny Brito, Randy Vasquez, Drew Thorpe from the Juan Soto deal, and they signed uh, Wandy Peralta in free agency a few weeks ago. All New York Yankees. Um, I don't – I mean, there's not much to say. When you, when you lose Josh Hader, the, one of the best closers in baseball, Juan Soto, one of the best players in baseball, Blake Snell, the former Cy Young from last season, I mean, it's hard to not say they're going to get worse. But you look at their lineup, and they do have a good lineup. They do. But outside of that, you have a lot of question marks. Um, projected lineup, Hung Sung Kim, Alexander Bogart, Fernando Tatis Jr., Manny Machado. And that sounds great at the top four. But then you go Jake Cronenworth, Luis Campisano, Jerickson Profar, Matthew, <clears throat> Matthew Baton, and Jose Azokar. Um, just a lot, of, a lot of quiet names down there. Pitching staff, Joe Musgrove, Hugh Darvish, Michael King, Pedro Avila, Avila and Randy Vasquez. And... Outside of Wandy Peralta, a lot of quiet names in the bullpen. Um, Roy, I'll let you go first on this. What do you – I mean, how are you going to predict this team that has such a good lineup up top? But, I mean, you, you saw the team they had last year and they couldn't perform. So, I mean, how do you expect them to get better this year? Do you not? They're not. They're not going to be yeah. better this year. Um, you have big names at the top of the order. That's all you have. Um, Manny Machado is probably the best of that group, in my opinion, but he's getting older. Um, and he's the type of kid guy that they're going to try. They're going to, they're going to try to trade him probably around the deadline this year. Cause I think they're going to be out of the playoffs and they're going to say, we need to get rid of him. Um, Fernando Tatis Jr. Has been a big disappointment other than like the first two years in the league. He can't stay healthy and he just doesn't I, like, I don't know if it's a care reason or if it's just, hey, I got a shitload of money. I don't, you know, whatever. Or he just can't stay healthy. He doesn't take care of himself. I, I, you know, I don't know what his problem is. Their problem last year was they couldn't keep people healthy. And then, you know, you, when you have Juan Soto, Manny Machado, you had a lineup that should have made you to playoffs. And you had a great pitching staff. So I don't. They just. I don't know if it's just they don't ha, don't have the care. Um, you got a lot of ca- yeah, guys that probably just just weren't into it, or I don't know. But then you lose some of your best pitchers and your closer. They're, and then replace them with you just replace them with young guys, yeah. young Yankee guys. So what you're what you've done is just you went from an 82 to 80 team to probably a, uh, 75 wins. I mean you're gonna maybe win some games just because of the lineup, but you're not gonna win anything more. Maybe probably 70 games more like it. Yeah. <clears throat> How about you, Bryce? What do you think of the the off season? Yeah, I think it's pretty obvious that this is the biggest disappointment in baseball this year. Uh, they probably had the best team I've ever seen on paper, and they just didn't compete. You know. But I don't think that it, I don't think that's like a, the biggest thing to worry about is all their losses. You know, sometimes we see teams they get all these big names and they don't work out. Uh, we could see people like Fernandos and Xander Bogarts. We could see them step up this year. You know, now that there's less stars on the team, they feel like they got to play more of a role. We could see them still be fine in the hitting department, in my opinion, because I think they have enough players to do it. You know, you name the top four. I don't think. Uh, Jake Cronenworth's that bad of a player, really. I think he's a good first baseman. I know you guys don't might not think that, but uh, I think their biggest issue is that they lost pitching, and I don't think that they're going to be able to outswing some other teams because they're definitely going to give up some runs. You know, yeah. they lost the best closer in baseball. 
one of the best they're gonna lose one of the best pitchers in baseball it's it's gonna be hard to come back from that but i i still think that they have players that they can build around i don't think that they need to go through a rebuild i think that there are a few pitchers maybe one or two hitters away from being an elite team again because they still have such good talent on the roster I think that well, hold on. One, one more thing. I think the problem is the ownership is losing money, and I mean they're yeah. not not doing well. I mean that's what happened to the Chargers. They got a lot bunch of players in San Diego, and then had to, ownership with losing a lot of money, and they had to move. Yeah. I hope the Padres aren't doing that because I love having a team in San Diego, um, and I thought it was great that they were winning, but they're running out of money, and I think. Mm-hmm. And there are big strike. You talk about big bats, but they're big strikeouts. And in baseball nowadays, you have to at least put the can't strike out. You got to be yeah. able to put the ball in play, um, unless you're the freaking Yankees who just hit home runs and then they suck in the play, postseason. But other than that, you got to be able to hit the ball. Yeah, well, like you said, Roy. I mean, San Diego is considered a mid-market team. They're not that L.A., New York. And whenever they went out and traded for Josh Hader. And they traded for Juan Soto. People said, you will not be able to pay them. that. You do not have money. Well, guess what? They took their shot and they went for it. I respect it. That's awesome. Go do it. It didn't work. I mean, it didn't work horribly. I mean, you missed playoffs. That's bad. Um, It didn't work. You got a deal. Thought they got a good good deal in the Juan Soto trade. But you lost Josh Cater for nothing. Um, You know, that's what happens when you go for it sometimes. It doesn't work. And you kind of got to take some steps back. I thought they got a good return for Juan Soto. I like their additions of all the Yankees. You know, we know them well, Roy. Me and you do. Um, the lineup is good. I still think they could. You know, you could in the mid season if you're playing well, make some trades, boost that lineup just a little bit. Some better, you know, third baseman. You know, you have Matthew Baton. You could improve upon that at the deadline for not a lot. And you add uh, Michael King to a rotation of you, Darvish, and Joe Musgrove. I think this team can win some games. I think it's going to hurt them in the bullpen a lot. I mean, they don't have a lot in that yeah. bullpen. I think that's really where they're going to hurt. You could always move Mike King back to the bullpen because you did trade for Johnny Brito, Randy Vasquez, and Drew Thorpe. Um, I think this team could be a surprise team because everybody is, like we said, counting them to be worse. I'm just going to fall in the categories of also things they're, they're going to get worse. Uh, I don't think all those players are going to have as good of a season. Um, Machado just signed a big extension. I mean, he's got like, Nine years left on that deal. I don't know how you move that right now. You know, I, yeah. you're going to get a team that will want him. Uh, you will, yeah. some, you can trade anybody. If you add a add somebody to this, you, you can trade anybody if the polling is willing to be traded. Yeah, I mean Bogarts signed a big deal. I mean Bogarts' deal really pushed Soto out of town. Which, yeah. if you're a Padres fan, you got to just not like that. But it, it is what it is. Um, I enjoy it, so I don't mind. Um, but I don't really have anything. I am projecting the Padres to finish in fourth uh, to fall one spot, and I think that's going to take us on to – oh, they're right here. The team that finished in the second place last year, Arizona Diamondbacks, finished with an 84-78 and record, and they made it all the way to the World Series as a wild card team and lost in five games to the Texas Rangers. Their key losses in free agency – um, Tommy Pham, who's still a free agent, Mark Melanson, who's still a free agent, and Evan Longoria, who's still a free agent. And their key additions, they signed Jock Peterson, they signed Eduardo Rodriguez from the Tigers, and they traded for Eugenio Suarez from the Seattle Mariners. I'll go first on this one. I uh, I think they got hot at the right time, and 
their young players played well. They all played well last year, and that's good for them. You know, Corbin Carroll was a top pick. You know, that's that's what it's supposed to be. Um, they trade for Gabriel Moreno from the Blue Jays, end up playing very well down the stretch. Trade for Lourdes Gurriel from the Blue Jays, played very well down the stretch, and they re-signed him. I didn't add him to the key additions because he was technically already there. Um, I think they had a lot of role players play at the top of their potential. I don't know if you can repeat that over a whole season, but you have to like the way this team's moving. Um, I love the addition of Eduardo uh, Rodriguez, that pitching staff. Their pitching staff now is Zach Gallon, Merrill Kelly, Eduardo uh, Rodriguez, Brandon Pavat, and Ryan Nelson with a bullpen of Miguel Castro, Paul Seawald, Joe Mantiply, and that's probably it when it comes to your household names. Uh, I think this team, 84 and 78 last year, I think that's right about where they can finish again. I thought, I think they can, you know, they can get up to 90. It's a tough division, though, in my opinion, still. Even the Padres, who I have at 14, I still think that's a good team. So I just don't think you're going to see them win 100 games just because I just don't know if they can beat that many teams in that division that much. Um, but I, this is a playoff team, in my opinion. They're young. They made the playoffs last year, made it all the way to the World Series with a brand-new coach. I don't see why they can't just take a little bit of a step forward uh, in the wins department. Once you get in the playoffs, it's a different ballgame. But uh, I see this as a playoff team. Yeah, I see it as a playoff team, too. I think that they're going to finish around the same area that they finished last year. Uh like Josh said, their their young players play good. I mean, Corbin Carroll was amazing this year. Cattell Marte, he's been solid ever since he's been there. Christian Walker, I think adding Jock Peterson, a big bat at the four spot in their batting rotation, I think that's huge for them. You know, they have good pitchers. They have good. They put the ball in play. Have that guy that gets gets the home runs for you at the four spot. That's what you want there. I think that's a perfect free agent signing for them. And if they get hot again. I would watch out for them in the playoffs. I mean, they've proved it once. They could be like the Phillies. I mean, they get hot every year in the playoffs, go on streaks, and eventually you do that enough, you're going to win. So, yeah. <clears throat> How about you, Roy? What do you think of the Diamondbacks? I actually think they'll win a couple more games before than they did last year. I mean, they do have a young bunch of young kids. I mean, so, several that, you know, even the Yankees were trying to uh, poach from them. Um, I mean, yeah. Dodgers are trying to poach from them. Everybody's trying to poach from the team because, you know, Diamondbacks aren't good for usually a long period of time. Yeah. So that's what they're trying to do. But now they got a good uh, young nucleus, and they added. You know, I uh, I think you know Jock Peterson will help them in the in being at um, DH and stuff. I think they they've got a, a good team. Yes, it's a tough division, but I really think that that you know you don't play your division as much as you used to because of this playing everybody yeah. in Major League Baseball. I think they'll win. I think they're going to get closer to ninety wins this year. Um, I think they'll be a but sorry a much better play uh, team. I they'll make the playoffs. It'll be will they get hot again? That's what happened. They got you like you guys yeah. said. They got hot. Can I mean young players get streaky sometimes? It, could they get get back there? Yes. Can they get back to World Series? Yes. But you know you could lose in a you know wild card game. So it just depends. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think they'll get up to more closer ninety wins this year though. Yeah, and I I think I know based off your standings where you have this team finishing in second as well. Yes, they're my I got them seconds. Then, yep. then, I do as well. That's going to lead us to the team that won the division last year and was, I believe, the one seed um, in the playoffs. <clears throat> Could be wrong on that, but I know they made the playoffs, won the division. Los, <clears throat> Los Angeles Dodgers, 162. They did lose in the NLDS to those Diamondbacks. 3-0, got swept. Key losses. They lose J.D. Martinez, who's still a free agent. They lose Jose Urias, who's a piece of shit human being. Not going to talk oh, yeah. about him. 
You want to talk about Lance Lynn? You like that, Roy? Yeah. I mean, we're not talking about him after that. That's all he is. Lance Lynn goes to the Cardinals. Caleb Ferguson and Victor Gonzalez both go to the Yankees. Ryan Pepio goes to the Rays, traded. And Michael Bush goes to the Cubs. Even though he did not appear on their major league roster, I still thought it was a big enough uh, a subtraction to their organization. Additions, they signed Teoscar Hernandez. They signed Yashibo Yamamoto from Japan. They signed the big fish Shohei Otani for $2 a day. They trade for Tyler Glass now, and they also included Manuel Margot from Tampa in that trade. A lot of the big, big names that everybody's accustomed to. I'm going to read this all-star roster real quick. It's going to go Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, Shohei Otani to DH, Will Smith, Max Muncy, James Outman, Teoscar Hernandez, uh, Jason Hayward, Gavin Lux with Chris Taylor and Manuel Margot on the bench as your two utility guys. The projected rotation as of now is Yamamoto, Glassnow, Bobby Miller, James Paxson, and Emmett Shaheen. But they do have um, Clayton Kershaw coming back as he's been resigned about midway through the year. And I would also say Walker Bueller is also going to come about midway through the year. So I would both those players would be in their starting rotation for James Paxson and Shaheen. Then. And they will get Shohei back next season, but he will not pitch this season. So for this season, we will not talk about Shohei on the on the mound. He's just going to DH. Um, Bryce, I'll let you go first. I mean, I don't know how anyone in the world can predict them not to win the division. I mean, but shoot your shot. Say what you want to say. Yeah. I mean, this team won 100 games last year, and I think they're going to win more this year. I, they're clearly the best team in the league. I mean, just looking at this list of all the players they added, it's unbelievable. I mean, they have Treosco Hernandez batting seventh in their lineup. He could be a 300-level or 300-average hitter. Like, looking at their roster, they might have seven guys at one point hitting over 300. Like, that's how good this lineup is. I mean, Jason Hayward, terrible. Gavin Lux is a decent player, though. I, everybody else on that team is a great hitter. Uh, so, you know, like, this team's unbelievable. But like we saw with the Padres last year, it was the best team I'd ever seen then. Yeah. They didn't play good. We <laughs> can see the same thing happen with the Dodgers. I mean, it's not proven that spending yeah. the most money wins baseball games. They got beat by the Arizona Diamondbacks last year. Swept first round. Yeah. yeah. So that's obviously not the same team as this year. But it – it is what it is. Like, it's not proven. All the people that are hating on them for spending so much money, it's not proven. They could the same thing could happen. They might have to completely rebuild because they spent so much money and now they just have nothing. You know, after a few years. But yeah, I don't think it's going to go that way. But it could. They have too much money. That um, yeah. they're going to win 110 games at least. Yeah, yeah. they're going to win 110. Um, their pitching staff. I mean, Yamamoto. I, I know we don't know what he's going to be like. I still think he's going to be decent. First year yeah. kids are old, first year guys are always that good. Um, yeah. Otani's, you know, you saw he started hitting yesterday. I mean, he's starting to hit. I mean, so he'll be a force. Hit. You know, the difference between them and the Padres. Padres have some guys that are, have history of, you know, not giving a shit, not being this way. You know, Manny Machado was like kind of like that. The Orioles, that did, you know, did his own thing. Freddie Freeman, Mookie Betts, those guys aren't those guys. Those guys are no. out to win, out to play, and they're going to give everything they have every night. And, and I, I love Freddie Freeman. I was pissed when mm-hmm. the Yankees couldn't get him instead of they got Anthony Rizzo. I wanted Freddie Freeman because that guy is a is a leader and a stud. The sneaky one is 
Tyler Glass now. I think that guy is an awesome pitcher. I don't even know what yeah. – I mean, Tampa Bay, what the hell are you thinking about giving away him? Yeah. I mean, you traded that guy. Well, he, he was due to get paid. You you know the Rays better than anyone, Roy, just like me. Well, They're due to get paid. It's time to ship them. You've got and, to and they did get a good haul. You're going to build a new stadium over now. you got to get – I mean, he is – I know he was hurt yeah. a little bit last year, but he is a stud. And for him to be your second, maybe third best pitcher, that is crazy. He's yeah, crazy. Glass – Glass now is coming off Tommy John. I do believe he made it back before the end of the season for a few innings, but you know he is coming off a major injury as well. But yes, yeah, like, he'll be. He'll you just wait. He'll be about June or July. Yeah, he'll start throwing hard, start playing, being the pitcher yeah. he wants. Then they bring you bring back you know Bueller and uh, Kershaw and those guys, and, and those are your Bueller will be a, is a top starter, and Kershaw will yep. be your five. I mean, you're talking a stud the uh, pitching. That's the difference. Yeah. This year from last year. That's why I I don't I see them at least going to the NLCS. Most they should go to the World Series. I don't yeah. think I, the bullpen. I mean they could still, make, but they'll make the difference about the Dodgers. Will they will make trades at the deadline to get them yeah. better? And they got the money to do it, and they don't give a shit about how much money they're spending. And I think they're out to win at this next these next. They're, they got a, they got a window here, and they're going to win. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you look at this team, and you could, if you were to disguise it and say the the NL All Stars, you would get away with it. I mean, it's a star-studded lineup, and just like you said, uh, Roy, you took what I was going to say. You have players in here; they just want to damn. They all they want to do is f and win the game. They don't give a shit. Mookie Betts could care less if it's two eighty or three eighty. If he wins the ball game, he's happy. Same with Freddie. Same with Shohei. He's shown it over the years. Why he left the Angels? He yeah. loved it there. He did not want to. Did not want to leave the Angels. But yeah. he said, "Guess what." You're going to pay me money to go across town, better organization who wants to win and they have true proven track record. They're going to do it. I respect the Dodgers for spending money. I mean, they spent a lot, but I respect it. They want to win and they have Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman who are both into their thirties. You don't have 10 years with those guys to win a world series. So I respect it. Like you said, Roy, I agree with you. Tyler glass now is a superstar. Uh, still adding him is massive. And you said it, Roy, I agree with everything you said. When you're all healthy, Tyler Glass now, Yamamoto, Bobby Miller, Walker Bueller, Clayton Kershaw, and any order. Next year, Shohei. I'm, and next year, Shohei, exactly. Um, I mean, this is a star-studded – I mean, Clayton I, – I do think Clayton Kershaw, I think this will be his final season in Major League Baseball. I just think he's running out of time. His injuries are catching up. I think this is – I think he knows this is it probably, and that's why he's coming back. He's not going to be back till midway anyway. This is a star-studded lineup. Um, good bullpen. We didn't talk about it. Evan Phillips, Bruce Argraderall, Joe Kelly, Ryan Brazier, Blake, Blake Trinan, and JP Fireheisen. Just a good lineup, good team, good rotation, good bullpen. The only thing I can really see in my eyes that could kill this team is injuries. I mean, it happens with anybody. You, you can't predict it. Um, the team gets injury riddled. I could see it being a problem. But they're de- but, they're deep enough on positions. Yeah players that they could do it and uh, you know you brought up Clayton Kershaw again he's gonna I mean he's yeah he's at the end of his career this will be it this is uh this reminds me of CC Sabathia the guy that just comes back from injury and he's gonna be the leader of that team and yep. he's gonna go out there and he's gonna throw his arm out like CC did to help yep. them win and that's that's the difference is he's got a guy and this Dodgers team just is, is amazing yeah yeah I mean this team has potential to be like the greatest team of all time yeah they really do yeah um and this I know, you know, some people view this different. We are, each of us are high market or big market team fans, Chicago, New York. 
Some people don't view this as good for baseball. This is great for baseball. Yeah, I don't no. care if it's the Cubs. If you have a big market team who's going out there and they're flexing their muscles, because guess what? The Kansas City Royals, the Oakland Athletics, they have unlimited paychecks too. They Their owners have just as much money. They could go out there and pay the same amount, but they don't. That's their own fault. There's no cap. Now you want to talk a salary gap. That's a different story. But at the end of the day, they have the same opportunity to go sign someone else. It's good for sports too, yeah. you know, like – Watching like super teams, like it's good because the fans of them love them and the people hate them. Like it creates the enemy in baseball. Yeah. Everybody loves that. Like it's good for the sport, even if like you're in their division and you want to win, you're the underdog now. Like if you beat them, you're the under, like you're the big fucking name out there that just took down one of the greatest rosters ever assembled. I know, you know, that makes for fucking movies. Like this is good for the sport. Yeah, as Yankee fans, we loved being the evil empire. Love yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, that's just what you want to be. Um, I know you guys spend the money wisely, and I think that's the difference that the Dodgers did spend it on wisely. Yeah. Best players. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think we're all in agreement that this team is going to finish first in um the NLS. I'm going to ask you kind of just how we did with the uh, football teams that we talked about. I want Give me one surprise from this division. It can be a standing. It can be a player's performance. Anything. Any surprise. Just give me one. And I'll, I'll go first, so I'll give you guys some time to think. I, I could see it. I'm not going to say I'll predict it, but I'll just use this as mine. I could see the Padres being the surprise and getting into the playoffs. Maybe jumping the Diamondbacks. Maybe the Diamondbacks don't do as well this year. I don't think that's going to happen, but I could see it. Because they, I mean, they did add Michael King and a lot of pitching depth. You know, they have good depth there in pitching now in San Diego. I can see San Diego being the surprise team of this division. Yeah, I can agree with that. Uh, I, I think got- that San Diego still has a really good team. I I could see them winning more games than Arizona does this yeah. year. So. I think the Giants is a team, surprise team. I think you could get – they've got enough uh, team chemistry – history of what they do and i could see them being um second i don't think they can compete with the dodgers but i think they could finish second division make the playoffs that's just how that's just the john's way and i think they could and i think some of their young guys could really pick it up and play better yeah this is this is a good division um i mean you have you have four teams that are good teams i I would still count the padres as a good team um yeah the giants as well i count giants as a good team and then arizona and la we know uh outside of colorado not much to talk about, but this is a good division, and it's going to be fun to see if there's any shakeup because we haven't had Arizona good in a long time, so it's good to see another team jump into the mix. I don't think we have anything else for baseball, do you guys? Nope. Good. That fixed my baseball itch I've been having the last week. Thank you, guys. We're going to do Josh's lock, Bryce's game, and Roy's old man wisdom, and I have to check to make sure it hasn't changed. My bet for the Super Bowl lock hit. I'm two. I'm two and two on the locks this month. Tell them about your locks. Oh yes, Roy. I was saving this for the podcast. I'm gonna. I'm gonna read it, Roy. Okay. I made a bet for the Super Bowl with my mom. We both did it. We each put twenty five dollars in, so the bet was a fifty dollar bet. Got it. Are you ready, Roy? Yeah. Patrick Mahomes over two sixty one point five. Check. Brock Purdy over 248.5. Check. Patrick Mahomes rushing yards over 26.5. Check. Chiefs money line. Check. Brock Purdy 
over 12.5 rushing yards. He had two runs in the second quarter, one for nine, one for four. He was over the entire game, had 13 rushing yards. His kneel down at the end of regulation lost me $1,150. (laughs) I can't believe you went with the Brock Purdy or the – Mahomes going over. I wouldn't. I didn't do either one of those rushes. I had both of those. I only missed because the Chiefs or the Chiefs won. I missed my. I would have had mine at the Forty Nine as well. Yeah. Um. And these locks are getting kind of hard for me at the moment. Only games that are out are <clears throat> basketball and hockey that I feel comfortable. So I'm gonna jump into the future where the lines can change. So I'm gonna be predicting basketball this week, and this game is gonna be for Wednesday. I am going to have a lock of the Indiana Pacers minus 3.5 against the Toronto Raptors. The line did not change from yesterday. Uh, that is going to be my lock of the week. So we're going to roll into Bryce's game. You always do golf, too. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how that's a lock in any world. <laughs> Jordan Spieth, top 10, would be my lock. That guy is playing great. Hoffman caught fire in the waste management, so he didn't actually win. But Jordan Spieth, top 10 of this next Open, would be my lock. So here's my game. You didn't see the picture, did you? Nope. All right. So this is kind of a confusing one. So just listen for a second. There is eight teams in the NFL whose logo doesn't face right. So it's either facing left or it's centered. Can you repeat the question? Or the, the thing? What are the eight teams whose logo does not face to the right? So they either face left or they're a centered logo and don't have a directional uh, is this NFL? Yes. Okay. So eight teams that they either go the so if you're looking at the the helmet, they go left or it's just centered. Yes. I know. Logo. I know one. Eagles. The Eagles do go to the okay. left. That is one. One I know. Shit. Um. I, I would say the Commanders, Washington Commanders. I mean, because that's just a W. I think the W technically tilt angles to yeah. the right. What about the Browns? Because they don't have a logo. Yeah, if they don't the have Browns a Browns helmet is going to the right. Huh? The helmet is facing the right. I thought you said the logo. Oh, I no, yeah, okay. I yeah, he's using the, he's the using helmet. the T. Oh, I see what you're saying. I thought you meant the logo on the helmet. I see. Okay. No, it's the logo. Gotcha. Mm, that's tough. Okay. Cowboys. The Cowboys is one. That's well, I have two. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers flag goes. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know which way it flies. Yeah. I think it flies to the left. How about I'm going? The, go ahead, Roy. What about the Vikings? With the 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 horns go to the left. Would that be considered, or does the count? Does it go so, into? So the horn they technically go to the right. They would be facing the right if it was on their head, basically. Like the, the it's the left. yeah no the horn go left helmet, Roy. but the face it's and everything the, is moving right. I'm not talking about the helmets. I'm talking about the team's logo, which is a Viking. Yeah, who faces to the right. I'm gonna say Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are not one of them. Damn, the flag so, go so one strike. One strike. We have two left. You two strikes on you. Said the Browns. I was asking about the Browns okay. because right, of the, fine. I, at that time I was thinking helmet. Roy, you said <laughs> Dolphins. Right, what do you think, Josh? Yeah, that's good with me. The Dolphins go to the right. 
God damn. The dolphin is swimming to the right. All right, so we have one. This, one this is the worst one we've done, Roy. This we're not doing a tough one. I had to find a tough one because you guys were crushing me. Okay. Really yeah. think this out. I would tell you guys to go for the stagnant ones that aren't facing a direct. Colts. Colts is one of them. You have three. Think of, think of non-animal uh, or something like that. Think of like a plate or a logo, like just a something. The Seahawks go to the right. The Cardinals. No, the 49ers Steelers. are. No, they got the. They go. 49ers. It's just a name. Yeah, no way it goes in. But the reads are. It goes like four nine. Doesn't it go like four nine? Yeah. Damn. We're talking about numbers and shit going that way too. How about the Texans? Saints? No, I thought about the Texans. I think they go right. I think that bull or whatever you want to call it. What about the Saints? It's like a shield or whatever. The you know. The yeah. Go ahead. Saints. Um, the Saints is one of them. Tell me, we got. Four? You have four. four yes. I mean, we have four left. Four, okay. Green I will tell you that all four of these are just stagnant logos. They don't go in a direction. Ah, uh, the arrowhead freaking goes right. Broncos. What about the Patriot? Didn't he just stand there? No, the Patriot guy goes right. Does he? You're thinking the, the old, old logo. one. Yeah. The new one's just that the head with the thing behind Jets. It. Well, or no, because I guess the they switch logos. So yeah. I guess technically the Jets Some of them goes right. Switch yeah. Logos. One of the teams on here has switched to this logo last year, actually. Well, the Giants is NY. Giants is on there. Well, no, because the Y is to the right. In Y. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Panthers, Bucks. This is a tough one. I had to go with the hard one. You guys have been beating me up. The Jaguar. Is he? No, he's going right. Jacksonville. Texans, Colts, Cardinals. The I think the Cardinal looks right. The beak. Oh, the well. The how about the Bears? It's a literal letter. I don't know how one letter can go right. The Bears are the team I was talking about that just changed their logo last year. Oh yeah, to the regular bear. They are a bear now. They're not a letter anymore, oh. so they don't go right anymore. It's not a, a C. Letter, I the C was it. They're now they are the Bears. You are okay, Bears. I guess let's go. Yeah, Bears. They switched their logo last year to the Bear is their main logo. What about the Raiders? I mean, it's just the guy. Oh, the Raiders is yep. the, another one. You have two left. One of them you have already Chargers. Said. Chargers is one of them. That's oh, right. we got one left. We're down one. One more. One more. And we've already said him. Yes. Fuck. It could be the no. The Giants we said have letters. They go that way. 
Let's see. It could be the Texans, Roy. I don't know, but it could be. How many strikes do we have? We have two. two. We, we got. Two. We got to get it. We have to get this one. This is it. Um, Texans. I don't know. Not the Ravens. They have a bird. What's the 49ers. Foul? What's no, the foul? it's an it's a F. It yeah. goes right. I mean, technically. Did we say the Panthers? I said the Panthers, but I don't think it's the Panthers. They have a Jack or a Panther. He's got to be looking right. I don't remember. I thought it was just the face. The Texans. I don't know. I think the Texans is my best guess, Roy. Just go with it. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Have we said the Green Bay Packers? He said somebody we already said, and I haven't said Green Bay. They have a G. Oh, I know. No. Yeah, I guess a G does. It goes right. Fuck, I thought I had it. Yeah, well, we can go Texans if you want, Roy. I don't know. Go ahead. Texans. It is not the Texans. <laughs> It is the Pittsburgh Steelers. I gotta look this damn ah, whatever. Damn it. So you're a one off from getting it this time. Yeah, we got got closer and I thought we were gonna yeah, be we, the yeah, we did. has the their uh longhorn line. Yeah, tilted. tilted. Yeah, see, and I can see it, but yeah. I, I didn't know. Okay, Roy, what's some old man wisdom for us? All right, mine's pretty quick. It says uh Old men, I don't. They don't think they get smarter as they get older. All right, we don't get smarter as we get older. We just run out of damn stupid shit to to do. So that's true. Always so, great, old man. I love it. Just new things. Try and learn, you guys. Get you uh, uh, educated for all this. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't think we have anything else. I think no. that's gonna do it. Next week, we will go over the three more teams, Cardinals, Chargers, and Giants, and we'll be doing the NL Central. Bryce's favorite team is in there. We'll get to say a little bit about how we truly feel. So I think that's all we have for us. Thanks for watching. Hit the like, subscribe, and share to your friend. Peace. See you. Peace.